When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Funny, I've probably gotten about, no, I don't know, 100-plus messages since President Trump hung up before my mom. And they all say the same thing. They said they've never heard, ever, President Trump that comfortable, where it was kind of just joking around and discussed all the major topics. And I think that last question, where he admitted he wants this one more than the other two, that's never been asked. So that should get us a whole bunch of play. Either way, this guy joining me now did a tremendous job and continues to with President Trump all the way back in 2016. I didn't. I never wanted to miss a Bill O'Reilly, Donald Trump interview because Bill O'Reilly was the only person that could be somewhat critical of Trump, and Trump respects him and likes him so much that it was a great exchange. Unlike last night. With Caitlin Collins. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights right here on WABC or his own website, which is amazing, BillOReilly.com. The No Spin News. His interviews are great. His columns, his TV shows, his killing series. That's killing it. Killing the witches coming up next. As far as I'm concerned, the best of all time. And here every Thursday, my buddy Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Well, you've been busy this morning. I've been listening to the program. <laughs> good, good. A uh, couple of observations. Uh, ready? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Trump was comfortable with you, but he knows you're a fan. Um, and so um, the psychology there is totally different than when he goes into most media because he knows that other media wants to hurt him. They want to hurt him. That's fair. And, yeah. And and so when he goes to somebody like you, he knows is a supporter, and you have a perfect right to support Donald Trump, by the way. If anybody were to criticize you for that, they're being un-American. I mean, you and everybody else have a, have a constitutional right to support whatever you want to support. And, and that gets me angry. I mean, even Biden, who I think is an incompetent, people say, oh, I love Joe Biden. I, I'm not angry with them as people, I, I just want them to explain, you know, and then we get into a discussion about facts. Secondly, I think you're too hard on Caitlin Collins, and, and stay with me here. She's 31 years old. All right, now, I think you were in prison when you were 31 <laughs> years old, and I... I couldn't eat. Su- I couldn't even eat supper without getting stuff on my shirt. Okay, <laughs> yeah. thirty-one years old. Let's put that into perspective. 
So she doesn't have the depth and the uh, experience to handle a guy like Donald Trump. And now I'm going to tell you why that whole town hall last night was a shipwreck. When you interview a guy like Donald Trump or Barack Obama or Bill Clinton or anybody at that level, you have to understand what they want to accomplish in the interview. Because they're coming in there with an agenda. So Trump, when he shows up at CNN, his agenda, and, and Ms. Collins should have known this but did not, because she wasn't prepped properly by CNN uh, producers. Trump was going to steamroll her. He wasn't going to take any you-know-what from Caitlin Collins. That's number one. That's the psychology. Okay? He's not coming in like he's coming in with Sid and friends in the morning. He's not. This is adversarial for Trump. So as an interviewer, it's like a prize fighter. And I, I learned under the best Mike Wallace. And he was he kind of adopted me at one point. Um, an interview is adversarial, okay, which it means that you're trying to get as much information as you can so the folks can learn something. That's what interviewing is. Ms. Collins, that was as further away from her as you could possibly get. What she wanted to do was prove her mettle, M-E-T-T-L-E, Correct. to her audience. And her bosses. And her bosses. And now she's got the 9 p.m. show because guess what? She had no issue asking President Trump the same question ten times, as I said earlier. Very similar, if you will, to a coerced confession because she was going to prove to her bosses, I'm not backing down. Well, maybe that's true. I don't know that to be a fact. I think she had the, uh, the 9 o'clock, and I don't even know if that's going to happen, but the, it's being reported she'll get 9 o'clock. Caitlin Collins is a, is a talented woman, and anybody who says she isn't is not, doesn't know what talent is on television. And she's smart, but she's green. She's young. She's like the Met catcher. He's going to be good, but he's going to make mistakes because he's 14 years old or whatever he is, okay? So she goes in there, and the first thing she's got to control is Trump's filibuster. When you go to see the Turtles in concert, they're going to sing Happy Together. Do we all get that? <laughs> we hope so. Okay? Yeah. Yes. You're going to pay money to see the Turtles. You're getting happy together. If you bring Trump in, you're going to get the election was rigged. You're going to get Putin's a smart guy because that's what he does. He says the same thing over and over and over and over. Yet she goes right into his wheelhouse, asks, you know, her question um, about uh, her question about the election was, I think, five minutes long. Yeah. And it was accusatory. It was like what Megyn Kelly did. Right. Okay? You don't do that. You go in and you look at Donald Trump and you go, here's what I don't understand, Mr. President, and I hope you can explain it to me. Okay? Now, that that's the tone of the question. You lost 40 times in election court. 40 times. The judges said, no, there wasn't any fraud. 
Can, can you explain that to me? That's how you ask the question. You know, you're just, you want information. You see what I mean? Oh, 100%. Than, hey, yeah. you're a liar. It wasn't rigged. Well, well I agree. And that's why I took her to task. Now, if you're going to tell me, well, the reason why she did it the way she did it, which sucked, is because she's young. Well, maybe you're right. But you're telling, you're saying the same thing I said all morning, which is she was bad and ineffective. We just disagree on why. But I'm giving her a pass because she wasn't ready for this kind of an interview. And I'm just telling you, look, I posted uh, a pretty good portion of my interview with Donald Trump in the history tour, which people didn't see unless you bought a ticket to see it, on BillOReilly.com. You can go there free. You can watch it. You see the tone that I bring, okay? I don't bring, hey, you're a liar, and uh, everybody knows it. Right. Right. I don't bring, hey, you're guilty of whatever against Eugene Carroll and everybody knows it. That's the tone that's destroyed CNN. You when you're an interviewer at this point, you are looking for an explanation. When I interviewed Barack Obama adversarial, I said to him, I don't really understand why you're sympathizing with the Muslim Brotherhood. They're vicious animals. Can you explain it? You see what I mean? But Collins had to know, and if she didn't, then I I don't know what to say, that Trump was never going to admit that he's wrong about the election for January 6th or anything else. And she she actually said a couple of times, we are giving you, CNN, but nine list of yours, we are giving you an opportunity to tell the truth as if he's going to go, Oh, you know what? You're right. Thank you. I've been waiting for this my whole life. Here you go, CNN. And that was condescending. Yes. Okay? So Trump's big thing is if if he perceives you to be disrespectful to him, he's going to lash out at you. All right? So even if you don't like him, and clearly CNN does not, and I'm sure Caitlin Collins falls into that category, all right? You're respectful. Your tone is not accusatory. But here's the problem for Miss um, Collins. If she had done it the other way that I'm suggesting, then the left wing would have crushed her. And she did not want to take that heat. When I interviewed Obama at the Super Bowl thing in the White House, I did not crush Obama. I got hate mail. You're too soft. You're this. They wanted me to insult Barack Obama to his face. That's what the far right people wanted. They wanted me to humiliate him. That's what the far left wanted last night from Caitlin Collins. Humiliate him. Yeah. Tell him he's a liar. Yeah. Tell him he's this. Tell well, him listen, he's a liar. I, I get the same thing when I bring on the mayor. I mean, Mayor Eric is out yeah, of yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. That's an excellent, excellent comparison. Thank you. Because the people who hate the mayor want you to hate them, too. They won't. Yeah. But a professional, again, is trying to get information out. And bring them back a second time. (laughs) Well, I don't care about that. I never, ever, ever curried favor with any interviewer, person, uh, anybody. Obama did three interviews with me. Hillary Clinton did an interview with me. Bill Clinton did four. Trump did 87. 
Right, okay. but, but imagine if you were so nasty and you wanted these people to make a certain constituent happy that instead of 87, you had one. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. Well, look, this thing didn't benefit anybody but Donald Trump last night. You think it so did CNN, benefit Trump? If they wanted to hurt him, they didn't hurt him. Now, why do you say that? I know he said it, but why do you say that? Because his people, and you could see it in the crowd, all right, they love him. And and he, he gave them the greatest hits, just like the Turtles. <laughs> All right? He gave them the greatest hits. That's what they want to hear. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they heard it 40 times. They want to hear it 41. Okay? Yeah, but the people in the audience last night were Trump supporters. I imagine, and if I'm wrong, you'll tell me, I imagine part of the reason why Donald Trump agreed to do this interview last night was to reach a portion of Democrat voters that don't like him, a portion of suburban housewives that don't like him, and if that was part of his master plan, do you think he convinced those people last night he's not that bad? No. So then how did he, he win? horrible to those people. So how did those he win? people hate him more right. this morning right. than they hated him uh, last night. That's exactly what I said. So he didn't win? Why, because he made 12 people inside no, an no, auditorium? He, he did win because he did what he wanted to do. He was an avenger. Donald Trump's campaign for president is built on one thing, grievance. Hmm. This country is going to hell. That's it. And here comes St. Michael the Archangel (laughs) to stop the devil from taking over the country. That is it. That is he's running on grievance. He's running on people who are absolutely furious with Joe Biden, with the cancel culture, with the progressive left, and and so he is going to stoke that, which is exactly what he did. Now, Caitlin Collins, he just brushed her aside. You know, it was like Floyd Patterson and Sonny Liston. <laughs> it was like Sonny look, look at Floyd Patterson in 35 seconds. Yeah. Patterson's on his butt. Right. Okay. Because Collins did not anticipate any of this. You don't go at a guy like Trump who's never going to give you an inch and be accusatory. No. Nope. But that's not true. You're that's a liar. She called him a liar. No. Yeah. Yeah. You hit him with a fact and ask him to explain the fact, which he cannot do, by the way. Well, he can't he give you a cogent answer. Well, he's got one stock answer. He can't really uh, yeah, I mean, move but, on. But then yeah. the folks see that. Yeah. All right? Then the folks see that. So I don't believe the election was rigged. I believe there was corruption in the election because Zuckerberg pumped in $200 million to 10 counties. Where the deuce is that money? Where right. did that money go? Right. For what? And those 10 counties, they hinged the election. That's where the corruption is. But every time that the Trump people would bring in a court action, they would lose because they were going Dominion this and Venezuela that, and it was insane. Well, talking about court actions, the verdict that came back a couple of days ago, when you consider the fact that there was one allegation, it wasn't he touched me improperly, he molested me, he raped me, and the jury said no. You're lying. You didn't rape you. So if you look at it that way, then it was sort of a win for Takapina and Trump. He contends, much like everything else, the Alvin Brand case, all these other things going on. Every time they do this, he gets a bump. 
and he does better and better. Nobody, nobody believes this verdict, all right, in the sense that they don't know what happened. No one knows what happened. Well, those two do. That's it. The jury doesn't know. <laughs> no. And here's what else the jury doesn't know, that this was a politically funded situation. A man named Reed Hastings paid all of the court costs for Carroll. Hastings hates Trump, is an associate of George Soros, and hung around with Epstein. Yep. Went to his island. Did jury know any of that? Well, they no. wanted. Well, they wanted to introduce that, but this Judge Kapanul hates Donald Trump. Did not allow Joe Takapina to do it. Okay, so that's appeal. So that's number one. The jury had no idea that this was a political case, all right? And that's the point Trump should be making rather than attack Eugene Carroll. See, he makes mistakes, Trump. And the second thing is, and, and this is so outrageous, Carroll doesn't even know what year this happened. Correct. Okay. And her two confidants who came in to testify, it's, oh, yeah, she told me. You don't know what year that happened? Come on. Ridiculous. So three individuals don't yeah. know what year it happened. Especially now, one that got raped, please. So then uh, as wait, we... Wait, uh, wait, wait. Why don't they know what year it happened? Because it didn't happen. No. Because if they said it happened on this day, Trump might have been out of town. No, I know. Right, exactly. And Takapina said that to me on this show two days ago. If they would have said October 10th, 92, yeah, he can prove... Schedule. Right, exactly, right. So the bigger question now becomes... With all this going on, the town hall last night, the verdict a couple of days ago, Georgia licking their chops, Mar-a-Lago, January 6th, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he is, he is, to his credit, doing better and better in the polls. Every day he's thrashing DeSantis. For now, for now. And now, for the first time ever, the last couple of weeks, he's ahead of Biden. Do you see this continuing or, or does it go the other way sometime soon with Trump? Look, there's so many unknowns in the next six months, but here's what I know. Trump's not going to debate on the Fox News August thing. He's not going to show up. So that doesn't get anybody anywhere, right? DeSantis has got to basically elevate his game. Maybe he will. I don't know DeSantis. I've never met him. I've never spoken to him. Maybe he will. But from what I've seen, he's non-charismatic. And now in this country, Voters want their people to be superstar celebrities. That's what they want. Barack Obama, Donald Trump, superstar celebrities, okay? The, DeSantis is not that. He doesn't have that personality injection. So, you know, you would think that Trump, unless there's some kind of, you know, atom bomb here, would win the primaries and then line up. Now, Trump's hoping that the country just falls apart completely, which it may. If you look at Biden and how Biden's governing, this is a disaster. It's a disaster on every front. Crime, border, economy, overseas. It's a disaster, and this man can't run the country. So the Republicans, the Trump people, are just saying, it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse, and then the majority of people who vote for Trump, even if they hate him, their own self-circumstance will drive them to vote for him or stay home so they won't vote for the Democrats. That's the calculation. What an unbelievable job you just did. You know that? You really are the best in the business, Bill. Thank you so much. Great conversation. Great analysis. Love having you on. My mom loves you, too. Excellent job. Thank you so much. 
Say hello to your mom. You and tell, tell her she is a saint for putting up with you. <laughs> you tell Danielle the same thing, and you're right about both. Hey, Bill, you're great. I love you, pal. Thank you. Great yeah. job. There he is, Bill O'Reilly, of course, 9 p.m. every weeknight. And what an amazing job he does with me, 840 every Thursday.